Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, you'll cover rotoscoping using the new Manager view in Flame 2020. The Manager is a much more simplified way of working with some of Flame's tools. And whether you're a beginner or an experienced Flame artist, the Manager will allow you to access a whole range of functionality without digging deep into the node flow graph. As mentioned earlier, this video will show the Manager in the context of rotoscoping and masking, and other videos will cover the Manager in the context of grading and compositing. This video is not footage specific, so please use your own media to follow along. So you'll be rotoscoping with the GMask Tracer, but this functionality also applies to GMasks in the Image Toolset as well as the GMasks in the Action 3D Compositor. The functionality is identical once you're looking at the tools. In this example, I have loaded some footage in Batch, and I'll go to the Batch node bin and drag out a GMask Tracer node. Connect the source clip into the front input, and double-click the GMask Tracer node. Press F4 for the result view. The result mat should be solid white without any masks. If you don't see the mat output, Toggle the one or two keyboard shortcuts to toggle to the GMask output. Now, if you have the media panel visible, it should not be confused with the manager. So hide the media panel using either the pull down menu, or press Shift Escape, or Control Swipe. Now, the manager is displayed in the viewport, so switch to a two up view with Alt 2. If you don't see the manager in the view, Click the Viewing pull-down menu and choose Manager. This can also be changed by pressing 8. Now the GMask Tracer is empty and only contains a 3D camera. This is the normal starting point when rotoscoping with the GMask Tracer. If you had connected a mat or alpha into the blue input of the node, this would be displayed in the result view. Now there are two ways to create a GMask. You could drag or double-click a node in the node bin, or you could use the contextual menu over any viewport. So calling up the contextual menu over the Manager, and choose to add a GMask object. A GMask section appears, and it contains one GMask node. Now you can draw in this view, but looking at the mat output is pretty pointless at the moment. So hover over the result viewport, and press F1 for the Media Front View. This displays whatever media is selected in the media list. Next, go ahead and draw a rough spline around the area you'd like to mask. This video is more about the Manager interactivity rather than your masking skill. So that's the first mask, and you can tweak it as much as you want. If you toggle to F4, you can see what the mat output looks like. Coming back to the Media Front view with F1, you'll add another mask. Deselect the current mask by clicking in an empty space. And add another G mask by using any method you prefer. Another mask node appears in the G mask section, and you can proceed to draw your mask. Please ensure the masks overlap as we will look at how this works in the Manager. Switch back to the result view with F4, and you can see the combination of the two splines. 
Now the manager is not just for display purposes. It is a fully interactive tool. So you could select your splines in the result view, but you can also select your splines in the manager. You don't have to go to a schematic view just to locate a GMOSK shape. You can also click on the GMOSK to rename it. And the manager also supports multi-renaming like other lists in Flame. For example, I'll select my two GMOSKs and rename them to Roof. Flame will change the common element, but keep the numbering. You can also turn the masks on and off by clicking on the eye icon. Now the manager also displays the drawing order of the masks from the top down. So Roof 1 is drawn first, and then Roof 2 is drawn second. The reason for mentioning this is you can combine the masks in multiple ways and their layering order affects how they combine. For example, let's say you want to subtract one mask from the other. Currently, each mask's blend mode is set to over, which simply layers one mask over the other. That's displayed in the manager, but you can also click on the top G mask's blend mode and change it to outside. So the top G mask is subtracting from the bottom. If you wanted the inverse of this, you could change the blend mode to cutout. The point being is that the top mask always affects the one below. If you wanted the bottom mask to subtract from the top, you need to rearrange the order and change the blending modes. For example, I'll drag the bottom mask to the top. Note that the new bottom G mask has no effect even though it's set to cutout. So change its blending mode back to over, and change the top mask's blending mode to cutout. These basic principles will work with more than two G masks as your rotoscoping becomes more complex. Looking at some of the other blending modes, you can intersect, and you can also exclude using the combination of the splines. So there are plenty blending modes to choose from to meet your rotoscoping needs. Please set the blending mode back to over. Now next to the blend mode column, you have transparency. Currently, the top G mask is opaque, but you can increase the transparency by clicking and dragging the value. Single clicking will also bring up the calculator. If you scroll the manager, you also have access to a mask's Z position in 3D space just in case you wish to manually set it or use masks in conjunction with 3D tracking. To access any other GMask settings, you can double click on it and their menus will appear. Single clicking the objects in the manager will select and display the spline properties. Then you can adjust all the different settings and have access to functions such as tracking. Please note that if you wanted to group a set of splines together, you still need to use the schematic. If you press the tilde keyboard shortcut over the viewer, you can see the schematic of all the objects in the scene. You can then add an axis node, either through the node bin or using the contextual menu, and connect it to the nodes. When you return to the result view with F4 and look at the manager, 
there is now an object section containing an axis. With the axis selected, you can manipulate both GMOSCs and you don't need to return back to the schematic. To adjust the individual masks, you simply select them in the manager and you can make your adjustments. As a final tip, if you wanted to lock a spline and not accidentally deselect it, you press ALT space L and the selection will be locked to the spline. There are no visual indications that a spline is locked, but you can still select any vertex or vertices on the spline and make your adjustments. Just remember to press ALT space L to unlock the selection when you want to select another spline. So hopefully you've seen how the manager can be very useful for rotoscoping and masking. You have a clear representation of all the masking tools in the scene and their settings are all accessible with just a single click. If you're also interested in seeing the manager working in a compositing or grading scenario, please watch the other videos about the manager. Don't forget to also check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos and thanks for watching.